The NFL has given us plenty of treats this season, but I don't think there is a bigger, more enjoyable one than the um, career, I don't want to say nosedive, because it's not from a football professional uh, uh, setting, but the career nosedive that Aaron Rodgers gave us when getting uh, popped for being positive for COVID, finding out he doesn't have a test, and then his wonderful, I am not anti-vax, but here are 45 minutes of me telling you why I am anti-vax. But yes, that's not all we're going to talk about this week. The Seahawks came through, beat the Jaguars. I went 4-1 last week with picks. What a great week already, even though as of this recording, it's a Saturday night and the Huskies just got embarrassed by Oregon. We will save that later. Next week, we will have a guest. I promise you this time, I have confirmed a guest. I even talked to them earlier today, as of this recording, about being a guest. Anyway, I'm Tim Kelly. This is Courts and Fields. I apologize if I came across giddy in the opening there when discussing Aaron Rodgers. But uh, yeah, I have um, I've never really been a fan of Aaron Rodgers. Uh, those of you who know me or have listened to this podcast have been able to uh, discern that fact. Is that the right word? I hope so. Anyways. Or anyway. See, that's the wrong word. Anyways. You don't have the plural. It's not anyways. Anyway. 2015 NFC title game. Uh, don't know what happened in the Super Bowl. I think the Seahawks played the Patriots. Bit of a blur. But uh, Rodgers threw two picks in a game. Uh, famous comeback. Hawks had a bunch of... A uh, bunch of uh, just miscue plays. Uh, the onside kick... In fact, they couldn't stop a two-point conversion. Russ threw four picks. But Rodgers, in that game, threw two picks. Threw one, he thought he had a free play. Threw an interception in the end zone to one Richard Sherman. Uh, <clears throat> also in that game, he threw to a spot. Nobody was there. to Byron Maxwell. Legion of Boom. Two picks that game. After the game, Rodgers said, oh, I don't think the better team won this game. Well, as we all know, just go by the scoreboard. That's who the better team was that day. That was the Seattle Seahawks. Rodgers also, you know, to each their own. I don't know what his family dynamic is, but always very, very strange. There's no relationship with his parents or his brother. So anyways, Aaron Rodgers um, being held out. It came out. He's going to be held out for 10 days following a positive COVID test. Uh, Then it came out that he was unvaccinated. Hmm. Now, he claims that, yeah, I'm immunized when asked if he was vaxxed previously. Uh, In an interview with Pat McAfee, he claims, At the time, my plan was to say I was immunized. It wasn't some sort of ruse or lie. It was the truth. Now, when this, uh, the Wednesday when the news came out, 
I saw someone refer to him as Throw Rogan, which was hilarious to me. Got a little more funny, or a little funnier, when um, he went on Pat McAfee's radio show on Friday. Was that Thursday or Friday? Uh, Friday, and said that um, he talked to his good friend Joe Rogan about the vaccination. So, yes, Rogers has been in areas not wearing his mask. He said, um, you know, which the league, according to Jay Glazer, will not find him from. Uh, he decided he's not with Pfizer or Moderna uh, because of that allergy to the ingredient that is mRNA. So then he said, oh, I'm going to go with Johnson & Johnson. Well, then he had heard multiple people at adverse events around the Johnson and Johnson because of the clotting issues. Now, Aaron Rodgers did a lot of research. He failed to realize that there was six women ages 18 to 49. Now, I'm sorry I'm getting so political. Not even political. The leaders of this country have made this a political issue. Um, whether it's the shots and all that stuff. I know uh, my stance, I am vaccinated. I will also say... Um, when every rich and powerful person on uh, both political sides of the aisle, not just in politics, but uh, when all the rich and powerful people are getting the shot, I think it's pretty safe. I'm going to guess. We'll never know the out, uh, the outcomes, but uh, hey, look, here's some more political talk for you. You know, our uh, sea levels are rising. Temperatures are getting warmer, but uh, we're, I guess we're doing okay with uh, that. We're not taking any uh any real change to that even though we have a overwhelming amount of science to say otherwise okay i'm not a science uh science type i have a communications degree but i have uh done my research much like my good friend aaron Rodgers has so yes um it's also concerned about getting sterile okay I guess that's heard a lot of people, mostly anti-vax people, say that. Um, he's been taking uh, evermectin, zinc, vitamin C, D, HCQ, which we know as hydrochloroquine. Um, so he's been enjoying some horse paste as well. Um, yeah, it just... It, uh, just Rogers, it was just, um, just not his best performance. Um, then he invoked Martin Luther King, which is always good. Um, I mean, it's never really good when a white male is, not that he shouldn't quote, um, Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King was, uh, a, um, a champion for civil rights and people should quote a lot of things he fought for but uh, when Rogers I don't think uh, when MLK was uh, making his comments he thought that they would be used by a football player when it came to getting vaccinated so that's what I will say to that um, 
claim that wearing a mask just to shame me that I'm not vaccinated. I mean, that's another thing. I mean, places say wear a mask. Just wear a mask. We wear pants when we go places. We wear shirts when we go places. They say wear shirts. Wear no, shoe, no shoes, no shirt, no service. I, I mean, I don't think it's that hard. I mean, I know it's like, oh, you're just being a sheep wearing a mask. Hey, who cares if you're wearing a mask? If they ask you to wear a mask, just oblige people. I mean, okay. Okay, now I'm going too much non-sports. Uh, just reading Rogers and all that stuff. And, um, yeah, he got uh, he got very upset about all the things that were... You know, he just, he doesn't like, I guess that he doesn't, he, nicknamed A-Rod, kind of reminds me of the other A-Rod, Alex Rodriguez. They don't like being disliked. It's kind of a weird, a weird thing. And he was very upset um, about how things played out with him. Um, you know, with, I mean, everybody's turned on him. He, uh. A health partner in Wisconsin dropped him as a spokesperson. It'll be very interesting to see what happens um, with his sponsorships with people like uh, State Farm. You know, discount, disc, wait, the discount double check. Jeez, I can't even, I can't even say it. Um, but yeah, we, I, I have some great tweets. That I found hilarious. Again, I know I'm piling on. A picture of uh, the Packers kicking a field goal with two minutes left in the NFC title game. Two straight Packers seasons ruined by Aaron Rodgers not getting a shot. Wow. That was Jason Kirk. Fantastic. Reddit College Football. Respect to Aaron Rodgers for being the first player to donate his brain to science while still playing. Uh, Quincy Avery. Uh, y'all realize that Aaron Rodgers has access to any doctor in the world and he chose to seek out Joe Rogan. That's mind-blowing. Uh, Mike Golick Jr. No, I agree. Nothing seems weird that the one NFL COVID protocol rule that Aaron cited as logically, quote-unquote, not making sense happens to be the one rule that would have tipped off the media to his vaccination status. Nothing to see here. Uh, Jason Concepcion. My goal is to be sex- successful enough podcaster that skill position players ask me for medical advice. I enjoyed this one very much. That uh, that meme of the guy walking with his girlfriend and he's turning around, checking out the other girl. You know, the stock photo image became a meme. The guy is Aaron Rodgers. The girl he's with is Alex Trebek's job. He's looking at Tucker Carlson's job. Hilarious. Um, let's see here. Wasting an hour of our lives listening to Aaron Rodgers today balances out the extra hour of sleep we get tomorrow night. That was from... Yesterday from Pro Football Talk. That was from Friday from Pro Football Talk. Um, Frederick Joseph, a very interesting one. A New York Times bestselling author. Uh, the shut up and dribble crowd has been real quiet about Aaron Rodgers suddenly becoming one of the top scientists and doctors in the world. Found that very, very hilarious. Um, and my last one. Well, there's one. Uh, the Wiener Circle in Chicago changed their sign to I own you, Aaron Rodgers. And that was from, they quoted that as science. And uh, California Golden Bears today uh, went down to University of Arizona. Cal is Aaron Rodgers' alma mater. Lost to Arizona, who was on a 20-game losing streak. Uh, they had a bunch of players on COVID. But uh, Tim Agney, a digital editor in Phoenix, 
said, uh, today might go down as Cal's worst loss since that time it tried to educate Aaron Rodgers. So, yes, I'm piling on a bit. As I've mentioned, not a huge fan of Aaron Rodgers. Um, you know, I think he's a, uh, a guy who um, obviously thinks he's smarter than he is. Um, a lot of people cited... Um, you know, all the drugs players take to get themselves on the field. I also think that is a very fair comparison. Um, I, um, boy, what, what am I, what am I trying to say? That, there was that, uh, my favorite tweet, one of my other favorite tweets, I don't think I saw what it was, is like, um, you know, Roger said something along, well, <laughs> the vaccine's so good, why are people still getting covid and someone said hey if you're such a good quarterback why do you lose games i found that very humorous and then yeah uh a lot more piling on with the throw rogan which i will <laughs> now only be referring to aaron Rodgers as throw rogan uh again this is me piling on um aaron Rodgers. it will be interesting to see um what happens in the future? Obviously, um, since he's taken Invictimin, uh, people have said, well, I guess next year he'll have to go to the Colts and Broncos, which is hilarious because the Broncos are a team rumored to want him really bad. Um, John Elway would love that. Uh, and that is not a shot at... I'm not going to call John Elway Mr. Ed. When I was a child, he was my least favorite football player, but I think I just did by subtly or not too subtly saying that. Anyway, long story short, Aaron Rodgers always seems to cause a lot of problems and drama. It's like he learned from Brett Favre, which boy, rough year for the Packers quarterbacks. Uh, Favre turns out to be full uh, MAGA and Rodgers, uh, What's the meme? Hold my beer. Roger's going after it, too. Anyway, I guess being anti-science isn't necessarily being full time, full MAGA, but I know Favre was golfing with former President Trump. Uh, but yes, Aaron Rodgers, thank you for giving me this content, giving us this content. But also, if I would have recorded this before possibly 10 p.m. on a Saturday night, I would have said that was the dumbest thing I heard this weekend, right? The whole Rogers comment on Pat McAfee's show because Friday is Friday counts the weekend. We'll co-opt it in the weekend. But no, no, even better. And like I said at the top, we will talk about this next week with our special guest, a, um, ah, we'll tease it, a uh, college football fan. Talk a little college football. Now, I also have Best Coast Football with uh, Cody Peterson and our frequent contributor slash co-host Nate Salinas where we talk college football but here's a college football thing for you I thought Roger's comments were the ridiculous slash dumbest thing I heard saw this weekend oh no oh no Washington head coach Jimmy Lake had 90 yards to go with two minutes and on fourth down down eight with two minutes to go, 
decided to punt the ball, which is just waving the white flag. But then the snap, the long snapper, shot it over the punter's head. And the Huskies lost by 10. All right, enough about Rodgers. Let's talk about the now 3-5 and five Seahawks uh, demolishing the Jacksonville Jaguars 31-7 to at Seahawks Stadium, Quest Field, uh, CenturyLink Field, now Lumen Field. I can't remember the name. Uh, Jaguars got a touchdown very late in the game. Uh, scored it with under two minutes to go. Um, then they decided to onside kick it at the end. Uh, and Travis Homer housed it. An onside kick late in the game. It was the most 44 yards. It was the most Jaguar-y thing. Granted, it was 24-7. to Wouldn't have done anything for the Jaguars. They were less than two minutes to go, but... Yes. Hawks in control of the game the whole time. Um, First quarter, Geno Smith, a one-yard run. It was a 10-play drive. Then he hooked up with DK Metcalf. They got a field goal in the half. It was 17-0. DK had another touchdown catch, 24-0, heading into the fourth quarter. Um, Geno, we started out 15-15. He finished... Which was the longest uh, streak to start a game, uh, completion-wise, this season. Uh, 20-24, 195 yards, two touchdowns. He was sacked three times, lost 35 yards. Running game really wasn't going. They ran 25 times for 69 yards. But after the week before against the Saints, not getting uh, DK and Lockett involved, um, Lockett had 12 catches, 142 yards. DK got all six targets. So he had six catches, 43 yards, two touchdowns. Um, just Jacksonville is just sloppy. Now, granted, their best player, James Robinson, got hurt early, only touched the ball five times, four carries, caught one pass. Uh, they just couldn't get anything going. Uh, uh, LaVisca Chenault, I mean, they only got him – Three touches. I mean, the carry and two passes. Uh, Marvin Jones Jr. only five carries. I mean, Carlo five catches. Carlos Hyde ran the ball nine times. He caught six passes. Um, Trevor Lawrence threw a very bad pick where nobody was to Quandre Diggs. He also was uh, sacked only once for a few times. I mean, when you hear that, um, Ryan Neal blitzed him. And uh, kind of chasing down the sideline, and he just didn't toss it away. He got sacked. There were a few. Daryl Taylor, Taylor had one where it looked like he had um, uh, Mr. Lawrence down for a sack, and he chucked at the last minute. I don't know. Uh, th- this was a trendy game. Everybody saw with the Seahawks how bad they looked early on. Everybody saw Jacksonville go to their home away from home, London, and beat the Dolphins. Dolphins are a bad team. Seahawks are not a good team at the moment. As we've seen, Russell Wilson uh, covers a lot of sins. But uh, I will not beat that dead horse today. 
Uh, the Seahawks, though, still had a lot more talent than the Jaguars did. And they even started picking on former Seahawk Shaquille Griffin. Uh, that was one of DK's touchdowns was over him. Uh, the first one was over him. Uh, it just was a game Jacksonville was never in. And uh, they were just sloppy. Lots of penalties. Um, at 12 men on the field. And they got called for it. And then they had to burn a timeout on the very next play. Because they had 12 men on the field again. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think Urban Meyer is long for this NFL thing. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, get him. He just just did not look good. Um, obviously, the talent, all the talent in the world. But um, hopefully you can get him a, uh, a decent coach that knows what they're doing because... Not that Urban Meyer doesn't know what he's doing when it comes to coaching. He is a college coach. He proves that time and time again. I mean, this was Jacksonville's game plan after having a week off. They had a week off. And this was their plan against the Seattle Seahawks. And I don't know if that's Geno Smith's best game of his career played in uh, 45 different games but uh I mean he um finished with a what a 128.3 rating yeah so yeah 128.3 rating actually has not been terrible as a starter but and and then the QBR the other stat that uh ESPN made up that ranks quarterbacks he had an 83.6 QBR so yeah that was a pretty Pretty fantastic game for Geno. Um, and that trendy pick of having Jacksonville get their second win did not happen. Granted, they were running out Daryl Bevel and Brian Schottenheimer as a offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach, respectfully. But, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens with both teams. Uh, Jacksonville spent a lot of money bringing Urban Meyer in. And uh, the experience, now granted they had the first pick, so you... Don't expect, I mean, it's not like people are expecting them to be uh, Super Bowl champions this year, but they had a lot, had a lot riding on the season with uh, with Lawrence, and like I said, I mean, this is a Seahawks defense that has been pretty bad. It's I guess it's turning the corner, kind of like last year, but is that because they played, I mean, let's see their last three games, a... Uh, Ben Roethlisberger, who is cooked, and they lost by three in overtime. Um, a Jameis Winston, who was not great at Monday Night Football, and sadly is out for the year. And a rookie, Trevor Lawrence, with uh, very with his best playmaker, James Robinson, getting hurt early on in the game. Now the nice thing for the Hawks, they are off this week. The not nice thing for the Jags is they play Buffalo. Uh, good luck to them. Uh, as they are surprisingly not the worst team in the FC. Houston and Miami both are below Jacksonville. Um, which is... 
Mm, I mean, obviously it's only a half a game. A half a game difference. They played Buffalo, who is five and 5-2, doesn't have the tiebreaker, tied with the Raiders. The playoff picture, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, speaking of playoffs, the Seattle Seahawks are 3-5, and five, one game out of the spot with the with the 4-4 four and four Carolina Panthers. You got Panthers at 4-4, four and four, Vikings, Niners, Falcons, both, all at, both, that's three teams, all three at 3-4, three and four, and the Eagles, Seahawks, and Bears all at 3-5. and five. So the seven spot is a half a game or um, a full game behind. So there's seven teams fighting for that last um, last playoff spot. So... That's very optimistic. If the playoffs were to start today, let's not play that game. It's only halfway to the season, but we're going to play that game. Green Bay gets the bye in the NFC. Cardinals-Panthers first round matchup. Um, Cow or Panthers at Cardinals, should say. Uh, which Green Bay has the tiebreaker based on the head-to-head win. Uh, Arizona has the tiebreaker over the 7-1 Rams based on... Uh, tiebreaker on head-to-head winning percentage. So the Cardinals would host the Panthers. The Saints would travel to Dallas. And the Rams would travel to Tampa Bay. Those are some interesting games. The Saints uh, have played half a game less than the Bucks. Bucks are off this week. If the Saints do win this week, the Saints would move uh, to hosting the Rams. Uh, and the AFC, I got mocked for my Tennessee Titans pick but they are the one seed right now six and two it's probably going to change because Derrick Henry is out but uh yeah that the game of the week it's Titans at Rams six and two versus seven and one that'll be Sunday night football excellent uh the Chargers are four and three they are the seven seed they would travel to the Raiders right now if the playoffs started today the Steelers would travel to the Ravens that would be great and the Bengals and the Bills a lot of interesting possible playoff matches right now. Uh, after that, I mean that if the playoffs are today, the Chiefs, the four and four Chiefs, the four and four Cleveland Browns would both not be in the playoffs. The Patriots are four and four, Denver Broncos four and four, and the Colts four and five. Uh, the rest of the AFC, the Jets, Jags, Texans, and Dolphins. Very disappointed, Miami Dolphins. So last week I went four and one. I thought the Rams would cover. That 14-and-a-half spread they were given. Uh, they did over the Texans. They beat them 38-22. Yes. Steelers at Browns. Browns are just all sorts of banged up. Browns were th- banged up. Browns, three-and-a-half point favorites. What happened? Steelers went there, beat them 15-10 to 10 in an ugly game. It's uh Steelers kicker just getting annihilated. Jaguars, Hawks. We talked about Hawks were only three-and-a-half point favorites. Hawks took care of business. My one loss, I thought the Bucks would beat the Saints. The Saints, even when Jameis Winston tore his ACL, Trevor Simeon came in, not even their backup quarterback. The Saints won 36-27, four-and-a-half-point dogs. Division games and a home dog by four-and-a-half points, and I still didn't take it. I'll be better tomorrow, I guess. And then, last but not least, the 5-1 Cowboys went to the 3-3 three and three Vikings and beat them. Two and a half point favorites, one twenty to sixteen, four and one on the week, 21, 18 and one on the season. So we're doing 
we're doing pretty good. This week, uh, there were some pretty terrible games this week. Really bad games. Um, like Detroit, Seattle, Tampa, and Washington football team all off this week. Um, some, uh, let's see here. Houston at Miami is a game this week. Atlanta, New Orleans division game. All right. Las Vegas at New York Giants. Buffalo at Jacksonville. Minnesota, Baltimore is not terrible. Chargers at Philly. Eh. Arizona at San Francisco. That could be interesting. Arizona's a little banged up. Chicago at Pittsburgh is Monday night football. We already have the Jets. And the Colts on Thursday Night Football, this is being recorded afterwards. Colts 45, the Jets 30. Thursday Night Games are not good to watch. Um, so, yeah, this week, the Browns 4-4 four and four at the Bengals 5-3. and three. Bengals um, two-and-a-half-point favorites, like I said. The uh, Bengals, Bengals beat Baltimore handedly. And then lose to the Jets. The Browns are just sinking the cut. Odell Beckham Jr., who I forgot to mention earlier, the Seahawks have enough money to sign him. Could use the third wide out. I mean, he's not getting enough targets in um, Cleveland. Pretty much appears to not be the same receiver player he was when Cleveland acquired him. But... uh, it would improve the Hawks. It would also um, give Russ another toy if he comes healthy. Like I said, they're only one game out of the playoffs as of this recording, even with a bye week. Very interesting. Would love to see it. Cleveland is just kind of a dumpster fire right now. Broncos at Cowboys. 4-4 four and four Broncos at 6-1 Cowboys. Cowboys, 9.5-point favorites. Uh, sorry, did I say the Bengals? I'm going to take the Bengals 2.5 points at home. I think they bounce back. I'm going to take the Cowboys. The Broncos traded Von Miller. Gave him away to the Rams for a second and third round pick. Rams have like only their fifth or their sixth round pick in this year's draft, which is crazy. But nine and a half points is a lot of points, but I believe in the Cowboys offense. Um, that will be... Uh, an interesting game. Four and four Patriots at four and four Panthers. Patriots on a bit of a roll. The Panthers have started off hot, have been slowly cooling down. Christian McCaffrey's supposedly coming back. Three and a half point dogs, rookie quarterback on the road. I'm going to take the Panthers, three and a half. Um, Packers, seven and one at Chiefs, four and four. Two and a half point favorites are the Chiefs at home. Um, I'm going to go with the Chiefs. Uh, even if Rodgers was playing, Rod, as we mentioned, Rodgers, uh, listen to the first segment, hear me piling on Rodgers. Um, Rodgers is not playing. Jordan Love making his first NFL start. I believe it's his first NFL start. Yeah, played yet. Um, I mean, I know they're 7-1. They are a good team. This is, I mean, we're kind of at desperation for the Chiefs, it seems like, at this point, because if they don't win this game, they're going to be four and five, and 
you know, it does not really get much easier. Yeah, this will be Jordan Love's first start. He's only thrown seven passes in his career. That was all last week. But yeah, the the Chiefs this season, if they fall to four and five, that season gets away from them pretty quickly. As they go to the Raiders, they play the Cowboys, they ho- they go to the Raiders, then they host the Cowboys, the Broncos, and the Raiders three weeks in a row, which is a nice stretch. There's a bye week in there. Go to the Chargers, host the Steelers, then Bengals and Broncos to end the year. I mean, those aren't... Uh, I mean, maybe the Steelers game is the easiest game of that. I mean, they're all division games. Uh, boy, that's five division games. And the potent Cowboys offense, who has a better defense than you. Um, and the Bengals, who I mean, could be fighting for their playoff lives late in the season, too. So it's going to be an interesting time for the Chiefs. I think they win it. Home game. Matchup of the first Super Bowl. Rematch of the first Super Bowl. Um, first two Super Bowls, wasn't it? it was, uh, they weren't even called the Super Bowl then. But yes. Uh, Packers... Uh, I just don't know enough about Jordan Love, but boy, that Chiefs defense is porous. It's very bad, but uh, we'll go with the Chiefs. And then last but not least, the 6-2 and two Titans at the 7-1 and one Rams. Um, Rams are 7.5-point favorites. The Titans are going to be um, without Derrick Henry. They did bring in... Um, Adrian Peterson, he will be active. Uh, so Adrian Peterson, keep getting them checks. Ah, just going with the Titans. I, I I think the Rams win the game outright, but seven and a half points. Titans are a good team. Derrick Henry makes up a lot of it, but they're still a really good team that can uh, uh, that can make things happen. Uh, Tannehill really isn't that bad. They have Julio Jones. Have AJ Brown. Um, one quick correction: the Packers Chiefs game is a ma- rematch of Super Bowl one. I. I don't know why I said the first two. Packers won the first two. They beat Oakland in the second Super Bowl. My apologies for the error. But yeah, it's it's uh, we're in the first weekend of November, about halfway through the season. The NFL season, it's. Uh, it's getting interesting. It'll be uh, very, very interesting. I mean, that's the great thing about football. I mean, you look at, you never know what's going to happen, right? Um, I mean, for years, okay, this is the Homer Seahawks fan of me coming out, but for years it's always been people predicting, oh, the Seahawks, they're going to have a down year. Well, they finally are. They're 3-5, and five. but, I mean, Russell's hurt. That's fine. But, you know, people people have always... Uh, I mean, uh, a broken clock is right twice a day, uh, if you will. But, I mean, look at this. The Cardinals, 7-1. and one. I thought the Cardinals would be the worst team in the division. The Cowboys starting off 6-1. I mean, after how terrible that division was last year, the Cowboys, I mean, they're on pace for 13-14 wins. Tampa Bay, you thought maybe uh, Brady would uh, start showing signs of decline. We're not quite halfway through yet, but he's not. 
The Rams starting seven and one. I thought the Rams would win the division. I didn't know that they'd start out this hot. Uh, Stafford's been great for them. Saints going five and two. I didn't even have the Saints as a playoff team. Um, Niners being three and four. Didn't really project that uh, or predict that. Washington football team being two and six. I thought they'd be better. Can't remember if I said they'd be them or the Cowboys that would win the division, but I thought they'd be a lot better than they are. Uh, Titans, yeah, that was my Super Bowl pick, but I didn't think they'd be the one seed. Raiders being five and two, I thought the Raiders would be the worst team in the division. Uh, Steelers being in a playoff shot spot right now at four and three, did not see that coming. Bengals being five and three, did not see that. Um, the Chiefs and Browns both being four and four and looking outside of the playoff picture, did not see that coming at at all. I don't think anybody saw the Chiefs. Maybe the Browns being bad. Uh, Broncos, 4-4. Four and four, Did not see that. And then also the big thing, Dolphins being 1-7. I don't think anyone uh, would have thought the Dolphins would have started that terribly. But, yeah, football. It's exactly why the game isn't played on paper. Thank you for listening to this week's Courts and Fields. I'm Tim Kelly. I would like to apologize to absolutely nobody. Aaron Rodgers, you reap what you sow. I know I'm coming a little callous. I just have never liked the dude. So, yes, the condescending attitude. Um is good to see but I'll be a better more calmer uh, person and just be thankful that Russell Carrington Wilson is the quarterback of my favorite team yes thank you very much for listening and we won't bring as much politics into next week's episode and again it's not really politics who's making this political I guess we all are. Anyway, thanks again. Courts and Fields, Tim Kelly. Guest next week.